0: welcome to the mission mill spouse podcast the longest running podcast of its kind carrying on the 18-year legacy of army wife talk radio we have now expanded our community to include all military spouses of all branches and all components we are so glad you're here thank you for joining us as we empower military spouses to conquer adversity foster confidence and thrive in this military life now here are your podcast hosts your mission mill spouse command team
1: Hey there, military spouses. This is Amy Fisher, your deputy director of empowerment, and I want to welcome you to the Mission Mill Spouse podcast, technically our mini podcast where we get to talk about all things related to military life. Today's topic is a play on never have I ever. I'm sitting here and it's a little cooler today and rainy, so I have my coffee mug. If you want to join in with me, just go ahead and sip a drink. That's the one thing I encourage drinking is coffee around here in my life. Um, But you know, never have I ever moved into a house while my husband was in the box, or moved more than once in a year, had furniture break or go missing, maybe forgotten my zip code, or been involved in an F- FRG. You know, it's funny, I, if I say some things to civilians or people that don't, don't quite understand it yet, like we moved five times in one year once, they just look at us like we're insane. And honestly, sometimes I have to pause and think, yeah, that did sound completely crazy. And yet we've adjusted to it over the years, because that's what we do in this military life. We adjust. Right. But sometimes as military spouses, I think we find ourselves in a place where we hear somebody saying something and we're like, oh, we would never do that. Never would I ever. And then you find yourself a couple of years down the road and you might be facing the exact same circumstance or having to make the same decision. And you know, you realize, man, that was maybe a little judgy of myself. I shouldn't have jumped to those conclusions. And I just want to talk about that a little bit today, about maybe how we can support each other and make that a little easier on ourselves and others. So the never would I ever version that I've imagined would be, oh, you know, I would never get involved in the unit or an FRG ever again. I'm not getting plugged into this life. That's his job. Or never would I ever keep moving if I had a great job or make my kids switch schools in the middle of the year. My personal favorite right now is never would I ever buy a house that I have not personally walked in. And that's a joke for in a minute or send a spouse off to geobatch it by himself. You know, I think of it as like when I was younger and I had all these ideas about parenting and how I was going to handle my raising my children. And then you actually have kids and realize that's all out the window because they don't really come with a manual or the same. You think it's been the same for myself as a military spouse. And, you know, I had plenty of ideas of, oh, I would handle that this way or I know that I would never do this and then forget it. You know, at this point, we've been in for over 17 years. And those decisions get harder and harder as time goes by. You might be in different seasons of life. Yourself, your spouse might be in a different season of life, your children, your family around you, and things come up and it just becomes, you know, life altering in that moment. And you have to do the best you can with what you have and the information you have. It just doesn't really get any easier when it comes to those things. So a few things that I wanted to mention, and maybe even just offer some tips for you know, the first one I hear a lot of is, oh, I'm just not getting involved. I would never join an FRG again or do those things. It's just too hard or too much drama or, you know, all the reasons. And I just want to remind you to when it comes to military life, flexibility is key. You never know what is waiting for you on the other side. If you make a friendship, you get involved in a unit, you get to help another spouse. And it, sometimes that just feels really, really good. If you can pass down some of your wisdom to others, that should be a great feeling. If we can help anybody else out there stop making some of those mistakes that we have personally, I am all about it. I'll share all the knowledge with you. Um and I can honestly say some of the the best times in my military spouse life were in those first few years when we had, you know, a 15 month deployment and then later my husband was stationed at Fort Benning with new recruits and we had an FRG that just we were doing events all the time, trying to make sure people got together as families and had a, had a good time. Some of the best memories for myself and for my kids are from plugging in and in those units. I miss them terribly. Um, it hasn't really been the same since, and I get that. You might have one where people aren't as active or it's a little harder to get off the ground. But I would so regret it if I never even tried. It. Having an open mind, being willing to put yourself out there. Even just asking if you guys could host a barbecue or a picnic, just some way to get some fellow spouses, I think is so, so important. I even heard um, from a young Coast Guard spouse this week. And she said, you know, the Army, I've heard you guys have these FRGs and you have these great meetings and the people that are around. And she's like, I don't even know any other Coast Guard spouses, definitely not any mentors or groups like that. So I would love to explore that in the future. If you guys know off the bat of yes, we have a mentoring program, or we do get togethers like this. Find me, okay, Amy, Mission Mill Spouse, AMIE. And let me know about that, because I would love to be able to pass on some young spouses your way so they can have some fellow, you know, encounters like that. So that's one. All right, two, the second big one I've heard, the one I'm personally laughing about is oh, I would never, ever buy a house that I've never seen in person. Okay, forget that. I know that some of us have PCS from overseas. We are, it's a surprise PCS season, it seems like this year. I know with the new um, programming that's come out, getting people to move and orders have been a little changed at the last minute or hard to get. I know we're moving sooner than we had planned on moving, and here I am. Buying a house at Fort Campbell, Kentucky, that I have personally never walked in. And I'm just gonna have to laugh and say I should never have said that before when I've heard friends do that, because I thought, oh, I'll always at least fly in and walk at it. But you know what? This time it's just not working out that way. And I'm gonna be okay with that. And I'm grateful for technology that we can do house tours and you can ask a realtor, you can ask a friend. And so for that tip, I just want to say lean on your support system. I have been one of those fiercely independent women over the years of, no, I've got it. I'm fine. I'm by myself. I don't need anything. And that's just not true. And it's it's not any fun. I mean, again, part of the fun of us being friends and middle spouses in this community, I think even for strangers, if you called me and asked me to go look at a house for you, I gladly will. One, because I'm nosy and I want to know if they got a better deal than I did. And I just like looking at houses. And again, I just want to help out fellow spouses that are in the same situation because That is so important. And so I have a friend on the ground in Tennessee and actually two friends have been through several houses for me with my realtor. And it's just been a real blessing to be able to lean on my community there, my friends there and just saying, Hey, listen, I'm moving. I don't have time. I just need somebody to tell me if this is a good place to live or not. Use that support system. Use a friend, find a friend through us. We will help you. There's even programs out there. I I know like there's a PCS web pages or Millie spouse and they will actually send people for you to help you do those things if you don't have a friend on the ground. And that's what it's about, you guys. We are stuck in these situations where you just never thought it would happen. And here you are having to pick and make the best decision you can. And again, mine, I have teenagers, my kids are older, I need to be in a safe neighborhood, I need to know that we have enough room. And so I'm just in that place, that's where we are. So I'll I'll update you later and tell you how that goes, okay? Um, I do know that my friend did not notice any weird smells or or yucky carpet, so that's a good sign. And I do trust my realtor, thank goodness. All right, the third one I I hear a lot. In fact, I was just online last night watching some conversations go on about moving back home during deployments or even letting your spouse go off and geo-batch it for a year because he's coming back or because it's a school or because you don't want to move your kids mid year or you have a great job, which all of those things I completely understand. Okay. And so I, I can, I say, I personally have never wanted to do that. It would never be a first choice, but I also would not judge anybody else for doing that because every situation is different and unique. Right. And so my tip with that one would be just communicate, 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 with your spouse, with your kids, with your family, make sure that you're all being open and honest about what you truly are okay with or not okay with. I know personally for our family, I've mentioned it once before about maybe we would stay behind if you're just going to school. My husband is not on board with that. And I'm okay with it. I understand that because we've always made that pact that we're trying to stay together unless it's a deployment. Um, because you know, kids are resilient, they're gonna grow, But at the same time, I haven't had a kid that's a senior yet in that situation or a scholarship on the line. And so I understand that each of those things is so unique. And again, all I can tell you is communicate, talk to each other, understand where you both are, and you have to make the best decision that you can. And so when somebody else looks at you and says, oh, we might do this, you know, sometimes your instinct is to just go. You know, or make a face. And you can't always do that. You just need to hear them out or even just let them talk for a minute. That's another tip about being a great military spouse is being there for each other, is that we just don't know until we're actually walking in that situation. And I have a kid that's graduated early. I have teenagers. So, like, even though I'm in that realm and I would have to think about those, possibly this next move, we haven't had to yet. So, who am I to say, I just don't know what's going on in your life, right? I just know what's going on in mine. And even that changes, it seems like, so quickly. So communication. So, you know, we have keep an open mind, leaning on your support system, communicating with your spouse and family, being open with your children about what you're going to do, right? You have to just kind of make new laws and boundaries and figure out this is what works for us. And now a couple of last tips, just because if anybody asked my opinion, this is what I would share with them because I think they're important. Embrace the unexpected. One thing we can all agree on in this military life is full of unexpected twists and turns. You can have a plan, you can have a vision of what you want your military life to look like, and then you just never know. Something might happen, it changes, it's last minute. We just have to over, you know, overcome. We have to adapt. And it's just easier if you just know it on the front end that something is going to happen or change or possibly go wrong, and that way you're not surprised by it. You just embrace it. It's part of the lifestyle. We're all in this together. And another one would be, me, myself, keep a sense of humor. It's challenging enough, okay? And I think when sometimes we get to that place where we're just ready to cry. And so if you see ever, you hear about me laughing uncontrollably or um, just making a fool of myself, that's usually what it is. It's because it's going to be that or crying and I'd rather laugh. So not taking ourselves too seriously, understanding that people go through this every day and we're still coming out on the end of it. Our kids survive they get married, they move on, they tell crazy stories about their lives as military kids and some of the things that they've endured. And it's just part of the cycle. And if you need a friend to laugh with, man, grab somebody and just be like, you will never believe what I'm thinking today, or this is what's happening. It's just so much easier if you find a little bit of humor in the situation and make some time for yourself to just laugh and, and blow off some steam. And finally, for any spouses that are listening that you guys are in the newer years and you're like, oh no, I haven't even been there yet. That's a lot. One, be grateful that you haven't had to deal with any of these decisions yet. And if a spouse is talking to you and they're your friend, just do your best to listen. Be kind. Don't, you know, do the gasp and clutch your pearls and judge and say how you would never do that. I know that you wouldn't. But tuck it away in the back of your mind. Maybe if they go through that, you can learn something from it or say, hey, listen, I know that you had this situation. Can you tell me how I can do it? And would you have changed anything? This is what we get to learn from. And for those of you that maybe have been there and you're hearing somebody else, don't be that person that starts throwing out the horror stories of everything went wrong. You know, I know that those of us are ever been through a pregnancy, you get a person a day that will walk up and be like, oh, this was horrible. We don't need to hear that. Like we're already having a hard enough time making the best decision we can. So don't be the one that throws out all the negative. Let's, you know, remember to put it in a, in a frame it in a manner that will be helpful. If you're asked for your opinion at all, that is just put it in a helpful manner. This military spouse community, don't forget is huge. It's so huge. And if we keep working together and put our best selves out there, we can leverage that for so much good, much more than I think we even do now. And especially now that here at Mission Mill Spouse, we're reaching every branch. I would love to know more about how the Coast Guard or the Air Force and the Navy, how they handle their moves. I know it's completely different from the Army. And I say that right now because I'm literally in the middle of a move or packing boxes. Except for today, it's a rainy day. So I'm going to take advantage of that and maybe just give myself some self-care and read for a little while. That's it, military spouses. Things that we thought we would never do and we find ourselves doing them anyway. It's just craziness. And there's enough negative out there. So if we can help stop judging each other, let's start supporting each other. Remember, we always have your back, especially here at Mission Mule Spouse. We have the blog, we have the podcast, we have the, the social media pages, and we would love to connect with you or help you connect with others to help grow in that community, to get the support that you need that will help you just have somebody say, hey, I've been there. I've done that. I've had to make this decision. How can I help you? Thanks for listening this week. I really appreciate you being here. We always appreciate it. Now, if you're one of our regular listeners, you might hear me every once in a while on the Moxie Minutes. And I'm always looking for other words for moxie, just for kind of us spouses having our our own grit and nerve and to to get things done like we do, right? I love it when we get to use it for ourselves and for others. So if you have a moxie story that you'd like to share, another spouse has come to your rescue even or come to save the day, please hit me up. Send that to me somehow on the social media pages or shoot me an email, amy at missionmillspouse.org. And we would love to give you guys a shout out and share your story. All right, until next time, spouses, that's all I got. Moxie up. Thank
0: you for tuning in to the Mission Mill Spouse podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with your tribe and leave us a five-star review. Subscribe to our podcast on the podcast app of your choice to catch episodes that drop every Monday and Thursdays each week. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, or LinkedIn at Mission Mill Spouse. Snag some sweet freebies by signing up for our newsletter, The Sit Rep, and finally, if you'd like to join us on our mission to serve military spouses, consider making a tax-deductible donation on our website or email partner at missionmillspouse.org. Mission Mill empowering you to navigate this military life since 2005.